0: Hey, y'all. I am coming up on my one year birthday of my podcast. What? Can you believe that? It's been a year, y'all. It's so awesome. And I want to thank you for your support. So keep on sharing it. As I've been thinking about my business and my journey to help as many people as I can who are dealing with divorce. I've been feeling so much gratitude for the Lord in my divorce journey. He has been there with me every step of the way, and I know he will be with you too. Today, I want to share 10 things that I learned from my divorce. I hope you will be inspired to look for the hidden blessings and opportunities for growth in your divorce journey. First, Whatever trial or challenge you are faced with in your life, if it is divorce or difficult marriage or even illness or death, whatever it is, you have some natural innate or experienced based skills or abilities to handle it. Look for them and you will find them. I was raised by a hardworking, strong, independent Southern woman. My mama is the definition of grit, and although she had an extremely difficult childhood, had been through divorce, and solely supported herself and my sister and I, she was determined to raise us and give us every opportunity to be successful. She found the gospel of Jesus Christ and even went against her family's wishes to join the church and stayed faithful to it. After the marriage that introduced her to the gospel ended, she devoted her life to being both parents to me and my sister and instilling in us that same fiery grit that she has. When I realized that my marriage was ending and that I would get a divorce, somehow I already knew I could do it. I had never been divorced. I never thought in my wildest dreams or nightmare that I possibly would get a divorce. But somewhere deep inside me, I had a belief that I could do it. I could be a single mother and I knew that it could be done because I had watched my mother do it. There are so many other skills and abilities and experiences that uniquely prepared me for my trials. This is just one of them. I know that you have them too. And if you start to look for them, you will discover them. Second thing I learned from my divorce, that God will make up the difference. As you magnify those natural skills and abilities or even experiences that have prepared you to deal with your specific trial, the Lord will supplement and provide all of those missing skills or abilities that you don't have to make up the difference. As you trust in God and look to him through this most difficult trial in your life, he will supplement and prompt and guide and direct you in very specific ways that you need at the very specific time that you need it. It's hard to explain, but it has happened to me over and over again, as I relied on the Lord to give me the wisdom and the knowledge and the patience that I needed in specific situations, they have come. Those skills, those traits that I didn't even have, knowledge and wisdom that I know were not mine, were given to me at exactly the right time when I needed it. One example of this was in the early days of my separation. I remember just feeling overwhelmed and almost broken down with the pain and the heartache of the situation and just accepting what was coming in my life and dealing with just the immediate decisions that I had to make right at that time. And I knew that I had no experience to draw from. I, I had no idea how to negotiate a or write up a settlement agreement. And I specifically remember sitting on my bed, writing in a notebook. This was in 2003, y'all. So it wasn't quite like today. There weren't websites or Facebook groups or online legal support. There I was sitting in my bed, writing in my notebook and just crying and feeling like I don't even know where to begin to start with what I need to know to put in this agreement. And I just fell on my knees. And I remember begging the Lord to give me the wisdom and knowledge that I knew I didn't have in order to write up this agreement. I will never forget the powerful peace that came over me. And I wrote things down in my notebook and I felt at ease. It, It was like it just came to me what I should write. And I took them to my attorney the next day. And I remember that he said the things that I was asking for were not standard in my state. And in fact, he had never had a client ask for these specific things. And I said, okay, well, this is what I'm asking for. And he said, there's no way your ex's attorney is going to agree with this. Well, guess what? The attorney agreed and my ex did agree. And that was it. The settlement agreement was resolved. Now, everything didn't work out that easily, but I will never forget the Lord prompting me and giving me this wisdom and knowledge that I know was not mine and it worked. It was what I needed and the Lord provided it. And I know he will do that for you. The third thing that I learned from my divorce is that you will grow in ways that you could not without the trial of a divorce. As you grow and develop the skills and deepen your faith and trust in God through this challenge, you grow new skills, you grow new abilities, you refine your spiritual gifts and attributes in ways that you could never do without going through divorce. And if you haven't been there, you don't know. But if you have, you know exactly what I mean. I tell my clients that after you experience this difficult trial and you stay faithful during your trial, you honor your covenants, you cling to them, you turn to God to help you get through this experience, those attributes and skills and abilities and the empathy that you gain, those are yours. You get to keep those forever, for all eternity. Those are yours. Those are like jewels or assets that you now have. They're part of you. They are going to be with you and bless your life and your future family going forward forever. Number four, give your marriage your all. You will never regret it. No one in this world knows what is best for you in your situation other than you. You have to turn to the Lord and rely on His guidance in making a decision about ending your marriage and getting a divorce. In my experience, if you stay faithful in honoring your covenants and in trusting God, and you continue to work as hard as you possibly can to hold your marriage together, to honor those covenants, to forgive, to reconcile, to change yourself as much as you possibly can to hold your marriage together and your marriage does end anyway, you will never regret it. I know that for myself. And I have seen that with my clients. If you give up and you walk away without giving it your all, you always struggle with doubt and regret and wonder if it could have worked. But if you give it your all, and you hang in there as long as you possibly can and rely on the Lord's help to know when and if it is the right time to get a divorce, then when you do get a divorce, you can walk away confidently with your head held high without regrets. You're able to look forward to your future knowing that you left it all on the table. You gave everything you had and that was the right choice. You just have a peace and confidence going forward that is irreplaceable. There's no other way to get it. Number five, use your resources. Get help from allies, counselors, therapists, coaches, your bishop, your family members. These are all people on your team who will help you and they can help you figure out when you're trying to decide Is my marriage worth saving? Is it possible to save? Use these allies and resources to help you make the best decision, to help you understand what is normal and natural and expected within a marriage and what isn't, especially if you're like me and you were married very young and you were naive and not very knowledgeable about the world and relationships and sexual intimacy and so many things. It is important to use trusted resources to help you. They can't make a decision for you and you shouldn't expect someone else to tell you what you should do in your marriage, but they are excellent resources to help you handle specific issues in your relationship, to work through you know, trust issues or betrayal trauma or infidelity or pornography usage. Your number one ally is the Lord, but you need real people. You need real resources in your life that are here on earth with you right now that can help you navigate this situation. It was so valuable for me, and I have seen in the lives of my clients how valuable it is to consult and counsel with your trusted allies. Okay, don't try to do it all alone and isolate yourself. Prayer is vital. It's crucial that you have the Lord as your partner, but don't forget to build a team, build a support team of people that can help you navigate this situation in a difficult marriage and through separation and divorce. It's important to have a team with you. So take advantage of these wonderful, valuable resources. Okay. Number six, it is your job to meet your own needs in your marriage and after divorce. It's just your job to meet your own needs, period. I could go on and on about this topic. I actually have two podcast episodes dedicated to this topic. It is that important, okay? This is something you need to learn. It's your job to meet your own needs. So I'm going to briefly discuss it here. But if you want to know all the details about how to do this and why it's important, I want to refer you back to episodes number 18 and 19 of joy in the journey. I'm going to give you a brief little summary here about why it's important to meet your own needs. First, you can identify your own needs and how to meet them. Okay, when you are a healthy, whole person, you are better able to share your own talents and abilities with your family, with your employer, with the world. When your needs are not met, you are waiting for other people to fulfill your needs. You are at their mercy. And this usually leads to controlling behavior because you want to get your needs met. So you try to manipulate people in your life to meet your needs. It's normal and natural to have needs and to want those needs met. What doesn't come naturally is for us to learn how to identify and meet our own needs. But it is possible. It's not hard. You can do it. This is something that I work with all of my clients on and you can learn how to identify and meet your own needs. Your needs are still there whether they are being met or not. And If they're not being met, then you become a needy person. You've probably seen other people become needy. Um, This doesn't happen logically or consciously, but we just know that something is missing and we try to get it externally. It can actually feel kind of creepy when it happens that way. When you learn how to meet your own needs, you become aware of them and then you own that responsibility for meeting them. You are such a happier, healthier, whole person. It's very important. Okay. Another part of meeting your own needs is your relationship with yourself. Okay. We all have a relationship with ourselves, whether we notice it or not. Most of the time we don't really pay attention to it, but many of us have a very toxic relationship with ourselves. So pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Are you kind or are you cruel? Are you critical or compassionate? Okay. How you talk to yourself is so important. And that is one very important aspect of taking care of yourself and meeting your own needs is talking kindly to yourself, being kind to yourself. All right. The third part of meeting your own needs is empowering yourself to take responsibility for your own feelings and emotions. This is a big one. So you have to choose to be responsible and hold yourself accountable for how you feel and how you act, no matter what anyone else does. That includes your children and especially your ex spouse. Okay. Not only do you deserve to take such good care of yourself, It is your responsibility and you owe it to yourself and the people around you, which is actually really great news because you are the best person for the job. I promise when you learn how to identify and take care of your own needs, you will be happier and more fulfilled than you have ever been in your life. Okay. You have to own your own emotions and you own all the results in your life. And then you will be empowered to do anything you want in your life. All right. Number seven, the Lord will provide. This is something that I have learned personally for myself. And I have seen in the lives of almost all of my clients. The Lord will provide for you and your family if you are faithful. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to be living in a high-rise penthouse somewhere. And you're going to have all of your wants satisfied. Okay. Doesn't mean you're going to be comfy, cozy, and never have to work again. But if you do your part to do all that you can to provide for yourself and your family temporarily, and you rely on the Lord, He will make it enough and you will have what you need temporarily to get through this situation. Okay. I'll just share a little bit about my situation. When I was first. Um, separated and divorced. My children were very young and I had been a full-time mom for the entire length of our marriage. And I hadn't worked outside the home and I had just weaned my youngest. He had just stopped nursing. Um, My kids were so young and I didn't have my own source of income. It was a really scary time, you know? I wasn't sure how I was going to provide for myself and my children when divorce was inevitable. But I relied on the Lord and I knew that He knew there was a way. I didn't know what it was, but I knew He would provide a way. And He did. He did. And I have seen it over and over again. When you do all that you can and work as hard as you can and you get creative and resourceful, and then you put your faith in God. He will provide a way. So trust him. All right. The eighth thing that I have learned from my divorce is stay faithful and valiant. You honor your covenants, no matter what your spouse or ex-spouse does. You stay faithful and true. Your children will grow up and choose for themselves when and how they want to live their lives. But if you give them a faithful, valiant example of staying true to your covenants, even if your spouse decides to leave the church or decides to live a completely different lifestyle and your children are exposed to that, and they may even spend half of their time in a completely different environment, you will anchor your children to the gospel with your steady, faithful example. You will be their safety net. You will be their anchor in the storm. And one anchor is enough to see them safely through this storm. I have seen this in my life and the lives of my children and in so many of my clients' lives. Two anchors are better than one. Sure, of course, that's ideal. If both, even after divorce, if both parents stay faithful and, and honor and keep their covenants, that would be ideal. But we know. That's not reality. Most of the time for most of us, you do what you can do. You stay faithful and valiant. There is not a more vulnerable time in your life than after or in the midst of a divorce. Satan is after you. If he can get you off track, he can get your future generations off track and wreck your kids' lives. But if you can stay faithful and valiant and strong and true, and you hold steady and keep your covenants, the Lord will bless you for it. And I have seen when you become that anchor for your children, for your home, for your family, it stabilizes everything. You become that stability, that grounding that will help them be grounded and centered in the gospel, even if their other parent doesn't, even if they're exposed to all sorts of other things They still have your faithful example, and it means everything. Number nine, this is the experience you are supposed to have. Nothing has gone wrong, even if your marriage ended in divorce. Nothing has gone wrong. None of us know what trials and challenges we will face throughout our lives. We all live with the reality that tragedies like death and illness And divorce can happen to us at any time. But somehow when they do, we feel like this is wrong. This shouldn't have happened. Like this tragedy wasn't supposed to happen in my life because I didn't plan on it. But it's not a surprise to God. He knows and he knew. He knew this was part of your life's journey. Yeah, you didn't know, but he did. So if you can accept that Everything is happening exactly the way it's supposed to, even if there's tragedy, death, divorce, illness, all of those things. If you can trust God that this is part of your life's journey, and that is exactly how it's supposed to be, then you can move forward with more faith, more confidence, and more peace about your future. And I also have another podcast dedicated to this. It's episode number five. There's a whole lot more I could say about that. Go back and listen to episode number five. But I want you to know you are having the experience you are supposed to have. Nothing has gone wrong, even if your marriage has ended in divorce. Number 10 thing that I have learned from my divorce. Mindset is everything. No one dreams of getting a divorce when they get married or being in a broken home. And when it happens, we can lose hope and we can give up on our dreams, on our potential to live a purpose-filled life with joy. And it's because many times our reality does not meet our expectations. We don't plan on it and we become disappointed and discouraged. And we all know people who have gone through serious trials and challenges like divorce or illness or death and We've seen some come out on the other side, more kind, more compassionate, more generous, more loving, while we've seen others grow hostile and resentful and angry and bitter. Why? What is the difference? Well, the obvious answer is we make the difference. It is up to us to learn and grow from our experiences in life and how we choose how we want to react to them. Ultimately, we create the lives we want to have, regardless of the experiences we have in our lives. And it all starts right here in your mind. Your mindset is everything. If you can learn to manage your mind, you can have anything you want in your life. And if you've been listening to my previous podcast, you know you've heard this before. Everything starts in your mind, it starts with your thoughts. Our brains are the most amazing creation that we're just barely beginning to understand. And your brain is going to continue thinking whether it's managed or not. And your thoughts are going to create your emotions that will drive your actions in your life, at work, at home, in all of your relationships, in everything you do. So if you can learn how to manage your mind and direct your thoughts to create the emotions, And the actions and the results you want in your life, you can literally have joy and peace and happiness in your life, no matter what your circumstances are, and you can create the life you want to have in your future. Have you ever noticed that if you are depressed at work, you create different results than if you're positive? This is something that large corporations have studied for years. Many, you know, huge companies with thousands of employees have done lots of studies on this. They've put lots of resources into cultivating positive working environments and motivating their employees because they know it pays off in the end. So in order to change your results, you must change your beliefs. You must change your thoughts. Your mind is constantly seeking evidence or proof for whatever you're thinking is true. So when I help my clients see how they have created evidence to prove their belief, they will stop using that self-created evidence to prove that they can't achieve their goal in the future and start directing their mind to believe that they can achieve any goals that they want in their future. This is what I do as a life coach, and I love it. It's so exciting to watch it happen in the lives of my clients. So these are 10 things that I've learned from my divorce. I hope that you can um, get the inspiration and direction from these 10 things that you need in your life to learn from your divorce. I want you to know my purpose is to help everyone that I can find hope in their lives and live their best life. There are tools or skills to finding joy in your life. And I have them and I will share them with you. And it is possible for every one of you out there listening to live a rich, purposeful, fulfilling life, even after divorce, even if you're in an unhappy marriage. I believe this is possible. This is my purpose and my passion and my personal ministry is to help other people dealing with divorce. I've been mentoring and coaching women and a few special men through divorce for the last 15 years, and I want to help you. So, if you found me here on my podcast, please keep tuning in and you will learn more. I have so much more that I can share with you. Even if it's totally upside down right now, if you feel like your life is a mess, if you're in the middle of a nasty divorce and a broken home and a broken marriage, I have tools that can help you do this. I have learned tools as a certified life coach that have changed my life. And now I get to teach these tools to my clients to help them overcome their struggles and find hope and healing and happiness, no matter what their circumstances are. And these tools that I have and I teach to others have helped me gain my confidence and enjoy my life again. I actually have gained a greater understanding of God's plan for me and for you and all of his children and why agency is actually the greatest gift that we have, even when the people that we love make choices that hurt us and ultimately end our marriages. It's so important. I know that it is possible for everyone to have a healthy, successful relationship with yourself. And with a future spouse, if you're divorced and you're looking to get remarried and a successful marriage, even after divorce, I feel like everyone deserves this. This is what I stand for. And this is what I do is help other people find this. And I would love to help you do that. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share this episode with a friend so we can help women all over the world find hope and healing in their lives. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills that you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and join my Joy in Your Journey program. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.